Hey everybody, welcome to the One More Thing podcast. Uh, so glad you guys could join us uh, for this one this week. Uh, I'm Ryan Stockton, I'm the pastor at Marsh Creek Community Church, and I am joined again by Andrea. Hi. Yay. Lucky you guys. <laughs> she had a lot to say in her intro there. Uh, <laughs> I usually so. do have a lot to say. <laughs> uh, which is why she's here, actually. She really helps me to chew on these topics and, and think through them in ways that I don't typically think of them and, and, and can help me kind of turn topics around so I can see them from different angles and different sides that I wouldn't ordinarily be able to do. Um, which is why I'm really glad for what I'm really glad for tonight because we're, we're recording this in the evening. Um, so Andrew and I were chewing on this topic from our uh, Sunday sermon, which we were talking about uh, being a part of the community of faith in our Being Big series. So if you didn't get a chance to listen or watch that, uh, go ahead and check that out online on our YouTube page or our podcast. And uh, so she posed a great question this afternoon and really got us thinking. So Andrew, why don't you go ahead and pose that for everybody and we'll see see where it takes us. So my my thought was... We've been a part of faith communities since we were young, each Ryan and I. Um, but since we've been together, we've had a lot of journey <laughs> through faith communities together. And so those are the years that I guess I'm specifically thinking about. But yeah. the question is, how have we been shaped personally and or the two of us together by our communities of faith over the years? Hmm. Um, have we actually seen changes in our hearts? Have we actually grown in faith? Have we been sharpened <laughs> as iron sharpens iron hmm. or or not? It, right? Has this yeah. been real for us? Yeah. Yeah. Because like on Sunday, I talked about the ideal, right? Like this is what yeah. the community of faith should be and what it needs to be in like the, the biblical scriptural picture. And this is what we're, we're, we're striving for as a denomination have we ever experienced that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Is so, it a pie in the sky? Right. Yeah. Is yeah. this is this real? Um, is this real life? Uh, so, yeah. And, and I think I had a, I had a thought that I was just going to say. And it was oh, it was so good. It was man. Those was, eloquent thoughts that come was, and go so fast. Yeah, eloquent thoughts turn to elephant thoughts really quickly, and that's no good. Uh, she laughed. For those of you who didn't who didn't hear that, she 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 actually laughed, but it wasn't audible, so I had to point that out. So she actually laughed at that joke. So, uh, <laughs> um, and I think we we have we have been shaped by our communities of faith. The answer mm -hmm. is yes, that has happened. <laughs> but I think sometimes it has happened because the community of faith was working optimally, and it really shaped us and formed us in, in great ways. And sometimes it shaped and formed us because it really wasn't working the way, really the way I think Jesus would want it to to look and how it would, how it would look and operate with people, and and we were we grew and were shaped from those experiences as well. Um, so yeah, so just just a couple of for instances here, right? So. We lived in Brooklyn for a number of years, and over that time, it's a very transient uh, society culture in New York and where we were in Brooklyn. And so while we were at that particular church there, 
there were various iterations of the church. Every like four or five years, almost the entire church population would turn over. And so we were there for probably almost 15 years, about 14 and a half years. And we saw, we had had to say countless goodbyes to friends who we had grown so close to and just, you know, became really intimate with and just great friends who were with us through some of the, you know, births of our children and various, you know, life stages and stuff. And then they just gone. And it was, so we, we got very practiced in saying goodbyes. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a skill that we didn't really want to get good at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and, you know, you can talk as a church about being a sending church, you know, and whenever they leave and, and that's great and, and it's good. It's a good mentality, but, in, you know, it just hurts. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, the fact that it hurt meant that we were, it was, it was good. We had good relationships. And for those several years that we had with them, it was definitely, definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one could, one could get so tired of that <laughs> <laughs> that one might yeah. stop opening oneself up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, but then you're left without the yeah. community yeah. and it's, it's a very understandable reaction to that sort of culture and scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately it does just kind of close you off from all the good that, that is possible. Uh, another area that, that we've been really blessed in community with is in, in certain, certain communities of faith. Uh, you know, again, back at this church uh, in, in Brooklyn and then to a certain extent in, in New Jersey where we were last time, uh, the Celebrate Recovery community of faith that that uh, we were both involved in for a number of years and the accountability and growth that comes from those intentional relationships really just kind of shaving you down you know iron sharpening iron that was really happening in those kind of communities uh, were very formative uh, for myself and for Andrea in terms of being honest and integrity filled people uh, people of integrity being whole public to private um, inside, outside, all that sort of thing. The, those kinds of relationships really shaped and formed me and us as a couple, uh, myself personally, all that sort of thing. Andrea, what kind of thoughts do you have regarding some of our communities of faith over the years? You know, my favorite part of community, as I was describing this afternoon when we were first talking, is kind of the the fuzzy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> The times when you leave a an encounter, um, whether mostly social or spiritual, praying together with somebody or kind of whatever it is within our church um, that just leaves you feeling full and fuzzy. <laughs> full and fuzzy. Yeah. The whole category of, of relationships. That's, yeah. That, those are my favorite moments. Um, yeah. And I've been really grateful for so many of them since we've moved here because we've needed some healing. And so I think God has used this community in our lives and in our faith Mm -hmm. and community journey. Um, We needed some full and fuzzy. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Um, And as everyone does. That's right. That's right. Um, But we've also had a number of times over the years when it was clear that there were certain relationships in within our church and faith communities that those were not the ones that were filling us up but that we were pouring into others right and Mm -hmm. that we learned to practice patience and 
humility and being gracious and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and overlooking differences and and things like that. So we've we've had plenty of those opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that comes to mind is there are times when I find myself just kind of wondering, are we crazy? Is God real? Like. <laughs> Is this, what are we doing? Is, you know, and, and it does help to look around, whether within a Sunday service situation or just at our community of faith and say, well, these are not the only ones, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm sounding horribly sacrilegious right now, but I guess what I mean to say is, um, the, the plurality of mm. other people. We don't all have our moments at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. We don't all have our spiritually high moments or our feeling of highest points of growth at the same time as everybody else. And so sometimes we can kind of borrow, even borrow faith from someone else when you're mm-hmm. like, I'm struggling right now, yeah. but I'm very encouraged by so-and-so and they're mm-hmm. living out their faith. Not just they they believe, but they're taking active steps yeah. to believe in God as they make their life decisions moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, a better definition of faith than just like, I feel like I believe in God. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, I clarified it, and pulled myself out. Well, <laughs> well no, it, it, it reminds me of that, that expression, uh, one of the phrases in recovery that we have is, the program works because we're not all crazy on the same day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, on a day when I'm having a rough one, uh, I there are others there to pick me up and encourage me and be the strength that I need. And then on days when I'm doing all right and someone else is coming in with a rough one, I can be the strength that they need and we can rely on each other because we're not always going to be faith-filled, uh, all that sort of thing. You know, it's Every not, day of the yeah, year. Faith isn't something mm-hmm. that you feel all the time. Some people feel it very little. Mm-hmm. It's a very much... It's interesting that faith can be a choice, uh, but it really can be. And sometimes when you can look around in the community and see others making that choice, it, it can... Mm-hmm. And seeing and seeing evidence of God mm. moving and changing in other people's yeah. lives and hearts. And mm-hmm. um, that, is, that is evidence of God for me yeah. that I like to look at sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and j- just something that came up when we were talking about the, the full fuzzies, you know, uh, I think I think a quick bit of clarification that would be helpful is to say that that's, that's not full fuzzies as opposed, uh, meaning shallow. That, that's, mm. that's not what we're talking about when we say full fuzzies. Oh, that's just surface level stuff that makes you feel good. You know, yeah, people to give you a pat on the back and whatever. No, it's like real deep, good connection... Uh, with people, can you can walk away with the full fuzzies? Like it's 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 a good feeling. It's a life giving mm-hmm. feeling and encouraging. And you walk away feeling awake. You walk away feeling uh, you can breathe and like you could be yourself. Like you didn't have to hold anything back. You didn't have to pretend. You could just be you. And it's exhausting when you have to put on the, the mask, when you have to feel like you have to pretend for certain people. So when you can just be yourself, that's the full, that's the full fuzzies, mm-hmm. you know. So we're not saying that that's 
shallow or anything. That's that's a thing that we all really need. We need those kinds of relationships, and that's possible in healthy communities of faith. Yeah. So, yeah. So we have a lot of other thoughts here. How many more do we want to do here, looking at our time? Are we, we about good? Should we let these good people go, or should we <laughs> a couple more? <laughs> Uh, one of the one, one thing that I will say is it, one thing that's great about communities of faith that we've experienced is being able to talk, having family away from family. So in this this has worked for us in a couple of ways. One, when we were living further away, in, in, like geographically from our families, we had people that we could go to who could love us, who we could love, have East, do Easter together and Thanksgiving meals and things like that. When we didn't have that physical proximity to to our uh, biological families. But it also has worked in times when Andrea and I have had difficulties in our relationship that we, and we needed other people to go through, to, to go to go to to be able to process things and ask hard questions and have hard questions asked of us and stuff like that. So that's been really helpful uh, as we look for help outside of our marriage that can give healthy insight and help to us within our marriage to grow us together. So, yeah. Any thoughts on that one? Or I agree. No. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, folks. I think we've we've talked your ear off enough. You good? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's late. We're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we recorded the one we did before. We recorded kind of in the afternoon or so, and we were doing well, pretty well. Better. Yeah, this one we recorded after we have put all of our kids to bed, and we just, I guess, didn't realize how much once we put our kids to bed, our bodies are just ready for bed, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so But anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining us here uh, for the One More Thing podcast. Again, take a look at the uh, sermon from this past Sunday. It can give you some really good uh, context for what we're talking about here tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on Sunday. Take care. Bye. Bye.